Okay, today's daf is Erev and daf Ayin Aleph. We are on Ayin Amr Beis, two lines from the bottom. So the beginning of Ayin Amr Beis brought down a psak from Rav Nachman that one can do bittel even on Shabbos. And the, the exact case was someone inherited a, pro- a piece of property on Shabbos. You could do bittel on Shabbos. So the Gemara is going to ask, has already asked a few questions. We're going to ask another question on the sheet of Rav Nachman. So Tashma, Yisrael Veger, Shurim B'Megurachas, so you have a Yisrael and a Ger. Now, when we talk about a Ger, the reason why we're using a Ger as an example is because unless a Ger has uh, ha- has had a new family since becoming Jewish, he doesn't have any Yarshim because the, his uh, relatives are not considered halachic relatives in regard to Yerusha. So there could be an example of a Ger it doesn't have someone that that would inherit his property. However, when it comes to someone who uh, who had children after becoming a ger, so automatically there's or, or someone who someone who's born Jewish, so halakhically they're always going to have someone as a relative. If you're not sure, so if you win the lotto, they'll uh, they'll let you know that, that they're related to you. So there's a concept of a ger she'ein yarshim. So imagine you have Yisrael of a ger that are shruim b'megurachas to live in one uh, one unit, one town. And the ger, he dies before Shabbos. He dies on Friday afternoon, and there's no yarshim. So this is called nixi hager. The first person that comes to pick it up or take ownership of it owns it. So even though Yisrael came, Iser, he asers the property, and now it's this property is not part of the eruv, and you cannot carry. In this development on Shabbos, and the Gemara is going to ask, "Lachara makes no sense." Now, Misha if the ger died on Shabbos, and there was an eruv going into Shabbos, so Afa even though nobody picked it up, it doesn't answer. So the Gemara says, "Hold on a second, Hagufakasha, what you just said makes no sense." Amrit, you said it, but Yaim Afa if the ger died on Friday, even though a year took possession of the property you cannot carry in the chatzar again for sure in a case where no one took possession of it that makes no sense if no one took possession of it it's considered a hefker and if it's hefker then why should it ruin the chatzar when you have a few people living in a chatzar and they all have an eruv and there's another piece of property that's hefker that doesn't ruin the eruv so if the ger died on Friday and nobody took Nobody picked up the property. Why would that be a problem? So why are we saying only if will be usher? If no one picked it up, why would it be usher? So the Gemara says you're right. Amara Papa, Ema, you have to rewrite the brisa. The brisa should say Even though nobody took possession of the property, it's still usher. Even though the chayra, it's hefker, it's still a problem. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask. The Gemara could have asked. Why would it be a problem? If it's Hefker, it's not a problem. But either way, this is not the conclusion of the Gemara. The Gemara has a better question to ask. So the Gemara says, But the Bryce says, even though he did take possession. So the Gemara says, you're right. Let's rewrite the Bryce one more time. Even though a Yid picked it up. But when did the Yid take possession of it? He didn't do it on Friday. He couldn't get there before Shabbos. He did it on Shabbos. Only when Shabbos came in, so came in the Havalei Lahachzik of Bayim. Since he could, since he could have taken it on Shabbos, 
So then, Oyster, he ruins it. Since he could have taken it on Shabbos, and it could have been Nehruv, by now that you did it, it ruins it. You cannot, you cannot uh, carry in this Chatzar on Shabbos. Okay, now, before we get to the Kasha, the Gemara is just going to explain the second part of the Brisa, and then we're going to circle back a Kasha of Nachman, that even though he only took possession on Friday, on, on Shabbos, I'm sorry, why can't he do Bittu? Rav Nachman said, even though you inherited something on Shabbos, you could do Bittu on Shabbos. So over here, the the person inherited, so to say, the Nechassim of the Ger on Shabbos, why can't he do Bittu? So the Gemara is going to ask that in two minutes. Let's just wait as the Gemara first explains the second part of the Brisa. What's the second part of the Brisa? Mishecha Shecha. If the Ger dies on Shabbos, even though no one took possession of his property, it doesn't ask us. The Gemara says, hold on a second. Just the opposite. Meaning when no one took it, that's for sure. Even when, I'm sorry, when no one took it, that's the Chiddush. But when someone took it, that's for sure. If someone took it, that's more of a Shaila. That should be Aser, because this person picked it up, and he wasn't included in the original era of Samra Papa. Even though someone took possession of the property, he does not Rune the chutzr. I have a afal pishel hechzik tali. The brayse clearly said afal pishel lo hechzik, even if nobody took it. So the gemara says you're right. Tachik amar afal pishel hechzik mishecha shecha. Even though the yid only took possession of it on Shabbos, because came to have little house in Gvad Yom, ain't no iser since he couldn't have taken it on Friday because the gar was still alive. He might have wanted it. His eyes were on it, but he couldn't take it. The gar was still alive. So then, it does not answer the chatzar. So, no problem. Now, at the end of the day, Ketani Mias Reisha Oyser, the first case of the Mishnah, where a Yid took the Nechassim of the Ger, who died on Friday, but he only takes the Nechassim on Shabbos, the Bryce said Oyser. Why is it us in Learn just do bittel. According to Rav Nachman, when you do your, when you have your rusha on Shabbos, you could do bittel for the rest of Shabbos. So the Gemara says you're right. My oiser dikatani ashivato. It really means you could indeed do bittel. Rabbi Yechonah, my has a different tarets. Masnis and Mani. Who do the Bryces go with? Beishamahi. They go like Beishamahi. The army ain't built the Rishus Beishamahi. Beishamahi hold. You cannot do built the Rishus once Shabbos came in. Detnan. We had this Mishnah earlier. Maybe it's an extra Rishus. Beishamahi. You have to do it on Friday. They say, Larimi Shete Chashech. You'll have to do built the Rishus even once Shabbos comes in. What's Pshat? So, Amarula, by the time of the Beishamahi. Nasa Ka'imer Klachet to Yafais. There's a concept, there's a concept by uh, Yishalamidas, there's a concept when a person sends someone to give chuma for him, and the person, uh, I'm sorry, someone separates chuma without the owner knowing, so we try to figure out from the subsequent conversation, was the owner happy? If the owner says, ah, you could have gone, you could have even taken better ones for chuma, that means he was fine with what was given. So if he was fine with what was given, it works lima free, even though it was done without his permission. We see later on that he had no problem with it the entire time. So same thing over here, when a person does bitl on Shabbos, he really shows that he, could, he would have done bitl the entire Shabbos. He had no problem with people using his rishos. Amar ula, my mace nachri b'shabbos, my klach when someone died on Shabbos, and now, let's get a Nachri in people's property, and the Nachri ruined the Eruv. And then he dies, so 
Beisola holds you could do bittel on Shabbos to each other. What do you mean? My klachitz yafasikka. There was no way to have done it prior to Shabbos. So what do you mean? He originally wanted everybody. Everybody had a mind. Everybody would have had no problem with doing bittel when Shabbos came in. What do you mean? They had no choice. They had no option. So What's the machlekes between Beishamai and Basila? Beishamai savi bittel rishos mikna rishusi. What do you do bittel rishos? There's an actual kinyan going on here. There's a transfer of of uh, a property rights, and therefore. It's it's not something to be done on Shabbos. You're not giving up your property. All you're doing is you're saying, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm out of here for a little bit. To give up your exclusive rights, as the Rishonim explained. You're not giving up uh, everything. You're just giving up your exclusive rights on the property. That's not a real kinyan, and therefore you could do that even on Shabbos. Okay, zok the next Mishnah. So now we're going to discuss the, the halachas of Shetufi Muvois. So Shetufi Muvois are similar to the halachas of Eruvei Chatseris. We're going to see some differences in which food has to be used when you have people that shear a mavoi together. So if you go back to the classic communities of, of the times of the Gemara, people had homes. In front of their homes was a chatzar, and there would typically be a main street called a mavoi. So in order to carry from the house to the chatzar, you need to do a ruve chatzeris. What about from all the chatzeris to carry in the mavoi? There's something else called shetufe mavois. And we're going to see, do you need both? Do you, you know, does one work for the other? So we'll see that eventually through the rest of this parak. Okay, so So you have people that shear a mavoi, and halakhali you typically need a shitufe muvois, which is which literally means a partnership in the mavoi. Let's say, so you have Ruvain Shimon Levi. So let's say Ruvain was a shutuf Lishchenov. He was business partners with his two neighbors. Each one he 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 owned a shear together with them in their wine investments. So Halakh is Einan He does have to make a new sheet of Mavois, sounds like because wine is something that's that is fitting to be used for a Eruve for a Shetufe Muvois as a Shetuf. So instead of having to do this new ceremony of doing a Shetufe Muvois, they are partners. They're partners in wine, so no problem. Now, let's say he has two people, so Reuven is a partner with Shimon in wine, and he's a partner with Levi Bishemen. So, that doesn't work. It doesn't work because we'll see why. Perhaps wine and oil doesn't mix, or it's two separate partnerships here. We're going to see in the Gemara why this is different in the first case. In either case, you do not need to make a new Eruv. That works. The fact that he's a partner with with uh, Shimon and Levi, one with wine, one with oil, that's fine. It's all considered one big shetufe muvais, and you do not need to make a new Erev. And the Gemara is going to bring down the Machlekes, and what exactly is going on, differentiating between Yayin and Shemin. So Amar Rav, Rav said, the only time shetufe muvais works, when you already had a pre-existing partnership, that's only ubekli echad, that, let's say Ruvain is making a partnership with Shimon and Levi, so he has to have the wine from Shimon and Levi in one container, Ubekliachad. I'll bring you a riot to what Rav said. The Mishnah said, If Ruvain has a partnership with Shimon with wine, and he has a partnership with Levi with oil, in that case, you have to make a new Erev. Now, why is that? The first case of the Mishnah where you do not need to make a new Erev, you rely on the pre existing Shitufe Muvais, Bichli Echad. It makes sense. 
they both were with wine. So it was all one keli. But if you're telling me that, nah, even in the first case, the partnership between Reuven and Shimon with wine was in a separate bottle than the partnership wine between Reuven and Levi, and it's still fine. So then what's the difference? If it's in two separate containers, who cares which beverage was used as a sh- as a shittah between Reuven and Shimon versus Reuven and Levi? Although it doesn't have to be mixed combined the two partnerships and has to be really has to be fitting Le'arif to combine it all together to make one big shutfus. So when you have wine being used between Reuven and Shimon and wine also being used between Reuven and Levi, okay, you could mix it together and you could have one big shutfus. But when it comes to Yayin and Shimon, nobody mixes wine and oil together and therefore it is considered two separate entities, two separate shutfus. Comes along the sheet of Rab Shimon of Shimon Aymer, both cases, whether you're using wine, whether you're using oil, wine and oil, it doesn't make a difference. You do not need to make a new Erev. So the verse says, hold on. Even if Ruvain and Shimon partnership is wine and Shimon and Levi partnership is oil, it you don't even make a new Erev. tell you So we haven't used a picture in a while, so go back to your picture. If you need it, I'll send it out. Let me know. So you have a chalcher that's in between two mavois. So you have a mavoi separated two lines of houses. Okay, so you have homes, you have a chalcher, you have a courtyard you know, uh, surrounding each home. And then you have a mavoi, an alleyway, separating units of homes. Okay, now you have the middle fellow. We're going to call him Reuven because that was the example I gave before. Reuven lives in the middle. So you have three lines of homes. There are two driveways in between, and Ruven lives in middle. So he has a driveway on either side of his chatzar. Now, he wants to make a partnership with both people, with Shimon on one side and Levi on the other side. So you have a chatzar shebein shnei muvay. So Rabbi Shimon, let's Rabbi Shimon, holds like this. That's nan. I'm Rabbi Shimon. L'mad, Rabbi Daimeh. L'shalosh chatzeros hapsuches elizu. Let's see if three chatzeros. All open three uh, adjacent chatzeres. So psuchos just a rabbim. So ervushtayim achitzanis and emtzayis. We we spent many many uh, hours discussing this. When you have the two outer ones, make an eruv with the middle one. What's the halacha? Himu tarasima. And the middle one has an eruv with both of these people. Vehimu tarasima. And they're allowed to carry to the middle one. But ushtayim achitzanis asurizemze. The two outer ones aser each other. So. What Rabbi Shimon is saying is not such a wild chiddush. All he's saying is, the case of our Mishnah, when you have one partnership with wine and one partnership with oil, it's talking about two different directions from where Reuven is. Reuven's in the middle. He has a partnership with Shimon to his right with wine. He has a partnership with Levi to his left with oil. He, Reuven, could carry either one of them. Samalei Abaya, me dummy. How could you compare the two Mishnahis? Hasam, in that case, with the three Chatzeros, the Mishnah clearly says, that the two outer ones are also to carry each other. It sounds like all three of them are fine. You don't need to make a new shutuf um, advice. What's going on here? So Gamar says, you're right. We'll just change it around. The two outer ones, in order to carry to the middle one, to Ruvain, they do not need to make a new Erev. That's really what the Mishnah meant. We're not talking about the number three, number one. The, uh, the two outside Chatseris, or how they could carry it to each other. Of course, Srikhan Arev, they would have to make their own Erev. Rav Yosef says something else. 
Rab Shimon, Rabbanan be plukta, Rabbi Yechna be Nuri, Rabbanan come and forget they have machlekes between Rabbi Yechna and Nuri and the Rabbanan. This is a Mishnah we quoted a few times in Shabbos and earlier in Erevin. It's now within a Mishnah. Shemen shetzaf al gabayayin. You have oil floating on top of wine. Vinagat tzvoyim b'shemen. And a tzvoyim, someone whose tummy touches the oil, but he didn't touch the wine. Loi pasal el shemen bovad. All he did was pasal the shemen because it is not considered one unit. If it was considered one beverage, uh, olive oil, wine cocktail, so then you touch the beverage, the whole thing's tummy. What if you hold like the Tanakama, that it's considered separate entities because Shemin and Yayin don't mix. So Shemin is separate. So the Tuyam touches the Shemin. The Shemin becomes Tami, but the Shemin does not make the wine Tami. Rabbi Yechemin, Rabbi Yechemin, Shnei Chibum, It's all considered one entity. Rabbanon, Karabbanon, Rabbanon, Hulot Rabbanon, therefore they hold those two separate things, even when you combine it. So therefore you cannot consider it one big Shetufei Muvais in our case. Rabbi Shemin, Rabbi Yechemin, Rabbi Yechemin, it is considered one entity. You could make your oil, wine, cocktail. So just because it's in two separate barrels at this point, I could theoretically combine it and therefore it's considered 